0: Welcome to this Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinward. I'm Senior Analyst and Lead Advisor with Kupinger Coal Analysts. My guest today is again, Alexey Balagansky. He's a Lead Analyst um, in the areas of cybersecurity and beyond, and it's great to have you back. Hi, Alexey.
1: Hello, Matthias. It's great to be back on the podcast again.
0: Great to have you. And this time it's for uh, uh, the reason that you have been just publishing a, a new research document, a leadership compass um, around the topic of intelligent seam platforms. Exactly. So this is really interesting because this is a new topic. I have not yet seen such a document from our side. What does intelligent seam mean? What is that market segment?
1: Yeah, you are kind of at the same time right and wrong about this topic being new. This is the first uh, for me, definitely, and for Google a Call, but are uh, kind of seam products themselves have existed for almost 20 years now and in fact i've heard so many times people just saying steam is dead which of course we absolutely do not agree with and this is why we have uh, a really interesting and uh, sometimes even kind of uh slightly controversial and uh, a little bit exciting i would even say uh coverage of this area and oh this is why we are discussing this results today But yes, you're right. The question was like, what is SIEM anyway? So SIEM stands for uh, security information and event management. And back then, 20 years ago, uh, the first generation SIEM tools basically were glorified log management solutions. So the idea was you set up a large database where you put all your log files from your application, servers, network devices, and so on. And then you run some kind of a rule system to detect if something bad's going on. For example, if you set up a rule to catch all IP addresses from China, you could alert someone that, yes, someone from China is accessing your system. In that regard, uh, those old-school themes, of course, are long dead, absolutely, no doubt about that. But seeing other uh, reinvented, invented uh, many times upgraded and modernized uh, idea, those tools still exist, and this is what we are covering in our research.
0: Right, and what does intelligent then mean in that context? What is the added intelligence to that theme? As you've described, just log management, just rules, just very traditional technology, Intelligent sounds promising, better?
1: Well, the biggest problem with those old school themes was uh, the amount of alerts they generated. Because basically, if you just have a simple rule, which would alert you on every access from China, you would drown in those alerts. And now, nowadays, it's even more relevant because a typical company, not even a large one, has to run a, a SOC or security operations center. They would have those alerts sounding somewhere, probably in a war room with large screens and stuff like that. And if you let uh, an old school scene uh, operate in that room, it would just ring all the time because there will be thousands of alerts generated every minute. And the biggest uh, challenge, of course, is that you you won't simply have enough analysts to uh, react to every of those alerts. So the biggest uh, change that modern team tools had to to implement was some kind of automation, some kind of intelligence to suppress like 99% of those false alerts and only let analysts concentrate on stuff that really matters.
0: Right. So, and, and just just a quick side question: um, When we're talking about the 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 intelligence of the system being provided and being uh, supporting the analyst in finding the right information in there, is this something that, and we see that trend everywhere, that is uh, also increasingly? delivered from, from the cloud? Is this something where the power then is available so you don't have to run it yourself? So are there diff- uh, different different uh, um, deployment models now, now available? And is this a trend as well?
1: Well, I actually kind of hear two different questions in your question, Matthias. Yes. First one, we can just quickly address. So yes, absolutely, running uh, any security tool from the cloud is a huge trend nowadays, simply because everyone needs security and not everyone has uh, the skills and uh, budgets and capabilities to actually run this whole stack themselves. So yes, uh, every modern scene tool, or like 95% probably of the solutions we have covered, do offer a team-as-a-service solution available from the cloud. And the other part I would actually like to address separately is like, where does this automation come from? And of course it comes from the AI, the machine learning, if you will. It's extremely uh, hot and popular buzzword nowadays. Yeah, so everything is now done by artificial intelligence, including the scenes. And of course, you have to understand that not every AI is created equal. And uh, whenever you're actually trying to understand whether this particular tool is really as automated as vendor promises, you don't have to just look for the AI as a label. You should have to understand how exactly, which tools, which methods, which solutions uh, they, they have to offer you. For example, uh, the simplest uh, method of using AI is basically filtering out those uh, noisy false positives. So for example, you would just run some kind of an anomaly detection engine which would throw away all the things which are irrelevant, the outliers or instead they would only look for the proper anomalies. Again, what if for example your users typically work from five like from nine to five? But suddenly, one of the users is accessing your system during the nighttime. Maybe it's a hacker uh, operating from a different time zone. This is a kind of anomaly they would look. But of course, that's not intelligent enough for us. I would say the next level of intelligence would be the system can actually support your decision-making. So instead of just giving you an alert, something bad has happened, it would at least tell you it actually looks like 10 different alerts you had last month. So maybe you just quickly go back and uh, look what you have decided back then and you can just reuse the same decision this time. And some companies go even further, they will just basically give you a single button to click, some kind of uh, an advisor, like Alexa for cybersecurity, if you will. But even higher than that, I would say, look, the ultimate level of uh, cybersecurity automation is uh, autonomous Uh, threat mitigation. Basically, then you don't have to involve any humans at all. The system would detect a threat automatically. It would analyze it and understand what is actually happening by using some frameworks like MITRE ATT&CK, for example. It won't just detect that someone is actually hacking you from China. They would actually understand that, yes, they're using a specific kind of malware and the right way to mitigate it is to block a specific port on your firewall then it would reach out to the firewall and block it automatically. This is kind of the ultimate level of security automation we were looking at this report. And I have to say, we do have some really interesting developments in that
0: area. Right, this really sounds interesting. So automated mitigation sounds like the silver bullet when it comes to um, uh, providing cybersecurity solutions. But when you looked at the at these products as part of this leadership compass, you need to have a a list of capabilities that that these products do implement or do not implement or are are only um implementing at a at a basic level. What are typical um functionalities apart from gathering information and applying this? This 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 um, matching and AI machine learning for identifying the 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 obvious um, outliers. What are other functionalities that you look at and that you require those document uh, these these vendors and these products to to provide? What are key functionalities?
1: Well, the key functional areas we were looking for are well obviously that uh, the solution has to be able to collect and store all those security events from as many sources as possible not just from log files, but from any uh, endpoint, server, application, networking device, or just kind of network flows. Now, you cannot know, kind of deploy an agent, you can at least move the traffic and extract some events from it directly. And of course, from the cloud, through APIs or some kind of third-party integration. And this solution has to be able to actually make sense of this. So, to run some kind of a cross-correlation between those data in real time, And this is uh, where machine learning comes into the play. Because uh, as opposed to quote-unquote old-school themes, which basically operated as a historical tool to basically let you know that something bad has happened maybe last week, modern tools should be able to do it in real time to analyze an attack as it's happening now. And then, of course, they have to provide rich uh, alerting and reporting capabilities. To not just tell you that something bad has happened, but actually give you an overview. What exactly has happened? Who is involved? Or which systems are affected? Uh, whom do you have to alert? Are there any legal consequences? For example, if it's a data breach, maybe it should even automatically involve automated reporting of the breach to a specific agency. What, uh, what about compliance? Like can you, for example, give me an, a brief uh, overview of how well our uh, company protected today as opposed to last month in terms of compliance coverage, for example. But lots of other less technical and more business-focused, more like KPI-oriented uh, reporting ability. Of course, the huge part of it's it not just detecting an attack, but also kind of uh, do a forensic investigation and, and manage the incident from the start to the, to the finish Yes, you have to be able to understand exactly like what has happened, what kind of uh, an event triggered a specific uh, sensor, how was it uh, unfolding, are any other artifacts to be analyzed, uh, and so on and so forth. So basically, it's some kind of a sophisticated ticketing system for tracking and analyzing security incidents. And finally, uh, a modern scene tool just cannot work in a vacuum. It has to be integrated with as many different systems you have uh, around, including both security tools and of course, every other tool, which can uh, send you a log log file or any kind of uh, security telemetry. And this is where uh, actually becomes interesting because as uh, scene tools continue to evolve and to incorporate more and more integrations, we see kind of uh, the boundary is blurring between themes as the old school way to implement security intelligence and the new, the modern one, the XDR. And basically one of the interesting uh, situations we observe currently in the market is that some theme vendors basically rebrand their solutions into XDR too. And although we are planning a separate report on that topic, I'm not even sure whether the overlap Will be uh, big enough next year for example
0: right so we, we already had this this episode about what is xdr and why and we, we we already looked at that aspect and, and you see that in the market even even more accelerating when it comes to rebranding redesigning the um the solutions and getting more complicated more complex and more comprehensive um when we look at such a leadership compass, of course, it's interesting to look at these leadership charts and to look at the upper right uh, ang- uh, corner and which products are there. But in general, from, from the market that you've looked at, how good are the, pro- uh, the, the products in general? And um, maybe you can also mention some of the, um, of, of the leaders um, and, and how they performed and what the companies behind that uh, look like.
1: Yeah, so uh, what uh, as I just mentioned kind of uh, this, this there is this kind of uh convergent evolution basically the requirements for a let's call it a, a general purpose security intelligence platform are evolving so a modern security intelligence platform has to be able to analyze cloud network traffic applications and stuff like that and of course endpoint uh telemetry as well so those old school, the traditional, the long uh, lane uh, veteran vendors in this area are incorporating more and more of those capabilities in their existing tools. But on the other hand, we have totally new uh, startups which kind of appear without all those uh, decades of technical debt. And they design, design their systems completely from scratch, uh, running uh, on different architecture. But they do the same in the end. They analyze, they collect uh, security telemetry from whenever they can reach. They run some uh, cross-correlation. They filter out uh, false alerts, and then they give recommendations on how to deal with those detective threats, right? So some companies uh, still call their solution scenes. Others call them XDRs, and there are even vendors which uh, will tell you both at the same time. You just have to decide. And uh, exactly, uh, this situation is reflected in, in our overall leaders. For example, uh, our, uh, on the first position, the overall the overall leader in our leadership compass is IBM, the Curator solution, which is one of the probably longest available uh, true veteran veteran-team solutions on the market with a history that goes back to, like, 20 years. But as, as we just learned recently, uh, IBM is actually now rebranding their whole security intelligence platform as an XDR tool, or their scene will become just a subset of that new uh, fancy XDR offering, which of course absolutely does not invalidate our findings because it's still a really robust and battle-tested scene solution. And again, you don't have to look at the label, you have to look at the capabilities. For example, the second uh, leader is Securonix, which also is a pretty solid and uh, veteran vendor in this area, but they started much later, so they have a, a much more modern and flexible and open architecture from their security intelligence solution, which makes them able to offer you a whole set of different specialized or general purpose solution. Whether you want to just have a scene or an XDR or a data lake to run some third-party analysis on those findings, have it all covered. In the third place, we have Microsoft, which is actually uh, a really uh, amazing uh, newcomer in this market. Because although Microsoft Sentinel as a SIEM solution has probably appeared no more than a couple of years ago, it has already more customers than any other company in our rating. They are an undisputed market leader, and they also have the third position in our overall rating. And finally, there is one more company I wanted to mention, which is Gurukul, which is a really small company that very few uh, people know even exists, which I personally find totally unfair because they were the true pioneers in this area. They're probably one of the first companies on the market which has even had the idea to make a theme intelligent, make a security analytics platform that's actually automated. So or uh, even all those well, uh, leaders uh, indicate how uh, the f- uh, fragmented and uh, evolving and changing the market is, so it's really fascinating observation
0: right so it's really a diverse market, as you said so um, so there also this is a market where also in, in, New starters can, can position themselves with the right functionality in comparison with, with the big ones. And you've mentioned IBM and Microsoft. And these are, of course, the big ones with Microsoft and its strategy in the cloud. Um, of course, gaining traction to many of their existing customers. Um, if, if you look, um, at this leadership compass and if you look back, um, any surprises that you've met before we close down? So something that, that struck you when you uh, did this, this, um, assessment of these uh, vendors?
1: Well, as I just uh, mentioned earlier, I guess some of uh, uh, probably one of the biggest surprises I had is like how many companies actually uh, no longer differentiate between theme and XDR. I've even heard uh, one vendor say, uh, telling me basically, like, yeah, but what is uh, a theme if uh, an XDR with an extra data lake? Which, on one hand, totally makes sense, but on the other hand, uh, it actually, I mean, the whole history shows that it has evolved the other way around. I would say XDR and then a an C without a data lake, right? But this distinction uh, itself uh, won't make much sense uh, any longer because as I mentioned, uh, more and more vendors basically uh, offer you both technologies in a single flexible package where you, you can decide, like, do you want to pay extra money for a data lake or do you not care about that? No, if you don't, you're probably making a mistake because uh, this is a huge factor for doing compliance properly. But it's up to you to decide. You have uh, the choice. And those different uh, technologies basically merge to become just
0: uh, different labels on the same technology stack. Right. And we've just mentioned four of the vendors. You've covered 13 plus the vendors to watch. So to identify the right solution for an individual company goes far beyond just looking at the right upper corner um, of such a, of, of such a graph. And for those who are interested in learning more about the individual offerings and how they position themselves, where they are uh, really good and where they are not that much focused on uh, all of those who are interested in that, I would really recommend to go to our website to kupingercole.com and to have a look at this leadership compass by getting a a, a test uh, subscription uh, or using the existing subscription and and fetch uh, Alex's document to um, have a look at that interesting market and, as we have learned, absolutely evolving market and let's see how that will be continued in further um, editions and versions of leadership compasses in our research. Um, any final words uh, that you want to add before we close down, Alexei?
1: Also, first of all, yes, absolutely. I encourage everyone to just go to our website uh, and read the report, or at least uh, the first chapter is the overall findings, which is available to everyone. And yes, I would like to stress that there are no bad vendors in our rating, or uh, even those who have not reached uh, the leaders segment in our rating. Or... Uh, that doesn't mean that they are somehow uh, perhaps like uh, fewer functions or anything like that. Most of those companies are just kind of primarily struggling with uh, gaining market traction because they're smaller or startups and of course companies like IBM and Microsoft uh, are winning just because of their share size but there are definitely many use cases where a smaller but kind of leaner and more specialized or even just a cheaper solution would be a better fit for you than those large vendors and another uh, thing to mention is yes the market is evolving and although uh, we will still be covering xdr solutions in a separate uh, leadership compass i am pretty sure that in a few years all those technologies will just merge into a single uh yet unnamed uh, product class which i would tentatively call just security intelligence platform.
0: right great final words and, and that shows that we are covering um, evolving markets, emerging markets and and um, also consolidating markets over time. Um, thank you very much Alexey for being my guest today, for sharing your insights, for, for sharing your view on the market and I'm looking forward to having you soon in that podcast again.
1: Thank you Matthias.
0: Thank you and bye bye.